I'm in this for my kids. I want to be there for my kids. I want to be able to walk my daughter down the you know aisle when she gets married someday. I want to be able to play with my grandkids. But that's it, it, it has to become real. All right. Welcome back, Better Everyday Podcast listeners. We have made it through COVID, or at least the first wave. And I have got my good friend and personal training client, Chris Smith, with me here today. How's it going, Chris? It's going well, Brad. Thanks for having me. You're welcome, man. Um, for you guys that don't know Chris personally, he is not only an awesome dude, but uh, in the fitness uh, profession that I work in, this guy has been extremely successful. And, um, you know, he he's got an awesome journey, and I just wanted to get him on today and share with him or share with you guys uh, his story and then let him share with you all his mindset and just, uh, you know, the obstacles he's overcome. And maybe it can be some tidbits and nuggets that you guys take with you uh, down the road as you um, trying to get a little more physically and mentally fit. So, Chris, tell us about you, man. So I, you know, I'm a 40-year-old dad that been going down this fitness journey for a while now and really you know it's all it's all been about just trying to be healthy trying to live a longer life i mean that's the goal right is to is to live longer you know as far as family history and stuff uh you know not ev- not everybody in my family lives into their 80s or, or even their 70s and right that's kind of a goal for me right uh, mm-hmm. and it's a long-term goal that's going to take a lot of work to make sure that it happens but uh you know i, I work in it very sedentary type job where i'm uh, you know, behind a desk a lot. I travel a lot for work, so it's hard to, you know, continue with all of that while while having to travel and and keep the workouts in and everything like that. So it takes a lot of self motivation. But you know, uh, just making sure that I'm there for my family is really the the big picture of all of this for me. So it's awesome trying to combat uh, those genetics. Yeah, exactly. Tell us about your kids. How old are they? So my uh, my daughter Satota Joy. She is uh, ten years old. Um, Ethiopian, beautiful, uh, beautiful baby girl. And my son is 18, uh, Anton, uh, or Tony is, as most everyone calls him. Uh, and he is, uh, you know, he's, he's out of school and <laughs> turning into a man getting into the workforce. <laughs> apparently exactly. we've gotten to know them a little bit. Tony's worked out with us at Thunder Valley. Satota recently did our fit kids yeah. during COVID over the zoom call with Melissa. And that was, uh, awesome. She, you can tell she comes from a dad in IT because she was so proper and formal in all the Zoom calls, raising her hand and just, um, you know, knew when to mute and whatnot. And so um, tell us about your wife that you just had your 20 year anniversary with. Yeah, 20 years with my uh, my beautiful wife, Karen. So uh, uh, she is a she's a, an educator at ETSU. She directs the opera and teaches voice. And uh, and, and we've. Uh, slowly but surely gotten more into fitness together and, and doing all of that. But, you know, we've, we've just, uh, yeah, we're loving life together. So. Awesome. Awesome. Well, congrats on that anniversary. Thank and, you. uh, let's go ahead and dive into your fitness journey. Go ahead and like share, you know, what got you, you started working out and when you did that and what it looked like. Sure. So, you know, I guess years ago in, in 2007, 2008 timeframe, um, I had, a, had, had gotten really into this, uh, into it and started working more jobs where it was just sitting behind a desk and just started putting on the pounds and realizing that, you know, it wasn't how I wanted to really live my life. And so, 
um, tried several things to, to kick start off, you know, going into the gym and having a membership with, you know, different gyms in the area. Um, no real, no, some success here and there, but nothing that was really long term. Um, and then in, in 2009, my dad, uh, uh, ended up having a stroke 2009, 2010 timeframe, uh, or maybe it was later than that. Anyway, so my dad has a stroke and I just had this epiphany that I wasn't far behind that. My dad was only 63, 64 at the time. Um, and it just kind of shocked me. It, it, it really hit me hard. And so after that, I started running, uh, I felt like, you know, Hey, no better way to, to jumpstart than, than just focusing on cardio, doing cardio running and, and all that. So, um, I did that. I did a, I did a couch to 5k training program and I ran my first ever 5k shortly after that, within four months of dad having a stroke, uh, it took me about four months and I did that 5k. I think I did it in like 34 minutes, 35 minutes, something Still like good that. though. Um, and then, and then from there I kept running. I did a, uh, I had a, some friends that I would basically just ask to hold me accountable and, um, and kept running with them. And unfortunately, I guess it was probably about probably eight months in, uh, running through the winter time, I got sick and that just kind of, I'm one of those guys that I've just got to, I've just got to keep going. I've got to keep grinding or I lose motivation and I'll stop. And so that's kind of what happened. So, so was that just like a common cold flu or? Yeah. I mean, it was one of those where, where I didn't really, I didn't really know how to breathe, I guess, you know, in the winter and right. I didn't have any face covering. And so I just ended up, yeah, getting, getting the flu that year. And it was, it just kind of knocked me out so, for about four weeks. And I was like, eh, I'm done. Yeah. It, it's tough. You know, um, taking a, a month off, they say sometimes can set you back up to three months and what you, you know, you gained. Yeah. And, uh, you know, even coming back from COVID and working out again, it's been tough for me because you get into a routine and they say, I think if you do one last day a week, you know, the odds of you getting back and bumping up to that number again, the next week actually goes down. So there's a lot to be said about momentum. So, um, I definitely can see why you had that struggle. Yeah. So it was, it was tough. Fast forward to now, it's tough when I travel. And if I, if I, if I'm my travel schedule, if I know I'm going to be gone for, you know, a week, or if I know I'm going to be gone for more than just a few days, when I, when I get back, I know I immediately have to jump back into the gym. Even, I mean, I've taken a red eye and come into the gym that morning after getting off of a plane, just because I know that I need to do that. Right. I need that workout um, because I need that motivation. There you go. Um, otherwise, I'm not going to do it. And then I don't have, you know, and then I, it's a, it's a personal thing where I just more or less, it's hard to get back in. No, I get stopping. it. I get it. Um, so you, you have that month where you're sick and so what happens next? Uh, so basically I, I tried a few more times to try and, and kickstart the running. I, I, I had stopped going to lifestyles, uh, for a while. And then I went back into that and tried to do that again, um, did it for another year, uh, and, and, or had a membership for another year. And uh, probably about six months into that, I just was like, uh, I don't know. I just kind of gave up on it again. Um, you know, and didn't, I don't know. I just wasn't motivated to, right. to do anything and just We're, continue to, you know, just work and, and do family stuff, but really didn't focus on my fitness at all. Right. So from when you started in roughly 2008 until this point where you're seeing a little bit of burnout um, at the gym. Did we lose any weight like that stayed off of you 
Freak. No. no. Okay. I mean, I gained some muscle, and there was there was times where I felt like I'd gained some muscle um, and from from that perspective. But I was just a I was just a big guy, and uh, you know when I, th- I think at my peak when, when I finally even even working when I fast forward to when I started working out at Thunder Valley. I mean, I was I felt like I was working out. I was working out. I was working out. I was doing all this, um, but I wasn't losing any weight. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was, I was gaining some muscle and that was good, but I wasn't really losing weight. And, and when you, when you get on the scale and we've had conversations about this in the past, but when you get on the scale and you don't lose any weight, it, it's, it's somewhat demotivating. And right. so it's hard to, what am I doing all this for? If I'm not losing any weight. Right. Um, you know, I tell people all the time that there are people that lose weight doing CrossFit, but CrossFit by design is not a program that is going to help you lose weight or well, it's not one, it's not a weight loss program. Okay. Uh, CrossFit, you're going to train different energy systems. We're going to work on strength training, you know, cardio and gymnastics, but it's more about, um, reshaping your anatomy Mm -hmm. And, and something that goes hand in hand with that is naturally diet. We can develop muscle, but until we lose weight, we're not going to see the muscle that we are actually creating. So, Um, you'll see, we see members all the time that, and I can think of, uh, five to 10 people that are just maybe a 10 pound or less weight loss since they started, but there's considerable differences in their anatomy and how their body is reshaped. So, um, could have been an issue with you as far as like why you're doing these extremely hard workouts and not seeing a lot of the change. Um, or it could have been your diet. Maybe that was the case. So I definitely think that it was my, it was my diet because after, after a workout, I would just consume, consume, consume with no regard for what I was eating. Okay. Um, and I had those conversations, you know, several times we had those conversations Mm -hmm. several times. I just wasn't ready to change the way I was eating, um, for, for, for quite a while. So, so, you know, I look back, uh, I, I was, checking it out here you started with thunder valley in september of 2016 and i specifically remember this one it was the end of a, a workout and you you basically were explaining the exact same scenario you just did a second ago where i've been putting in the work and i'm not seeing any change and it was almost like you were defeated and i feel like you might have went on a small break from us at thunder valley and i, I feel like uh, if everything is correct with what I'm saying. I felt like you started back at the the new facility. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. So what got you back in the door there? Well, so, um, uh, when, when I got back, it was, it was somewhat motivation from other people saying, Hey, you've got to, you know, let's keep doing this. It was somewhat, um, some other motivating factors. So my brother, uh, my brother who lives in Texas, uh, I hadn't heard from him in probably almost almost eight months or so, uh, and then he posts this picture on Facebook where he's like, "Like that's not my." I mean, he had lost a considerable amount of weight. Like, how much are we talking? At that point, he'd probably lost close to ninety pounds. Wow! Um, and, and I had, I mean, and and he he's normally not on social media; he doesn't post. But um, so I mean, I I talked to him, but he didn't mention one 
one about, thing about working out about working out all this about, underground training yeah he was he nobody knew i mean my my mom knew about it but she didn't even say anything about what was going on so so next thing i know he posts this picture and he's like half of a person and 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 i was like what the heck happened and so um so it was it was really i i realized that and so there was part part motivation from that so i start you know I'd probably started working back out at Thunder Valley after that, but, or before that. Um, but really it was kind of, it was like, huh, okay. If he can, he can do it. I've always been, you know, I've always been the real, uh, go getter type. Right. Right. In the family. And so, you know, college, you were ticked. Yeah. yeah. And so that was like, wait a minute. Yep. And you know, it's it's easy to look at people at the gym and be like, oh, that's just their genes or, you know, I'm genetically not made up that way. Yeah. Uh, I had those conversations plenty, but this is your brother. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're like, okay, I can do this too. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, so it was probably a good, almost probably a year after seeing that, that, uh, I I remember almost like it was yesterday. I was, uh, I was about to get on a flight uh, home and my brother, he had, he had actually switched to a, to a whole foods plant-based lifestyle. And, uh, um, and he just said, Chris, I just challenge you to do it, do it for 12 weeks. And, um, when was that? I, I, I roughly remember that. So this would have been in December of, it would have been December of 2017. Okay. Um, uh, Sorry, December of 2018. Okay. Um, December. So December of 2018, um, and, and and so I remember what he he told me there was this uh, movie on Netflix that he wanted me to watch this documentary, um, Forks Over Knives, and so I watched that on the way home, um, and and I was like, okay, that's interesting. I don't know if I want to do that. Um, mm-hmm. And so it was probably another month later. Uh, in, in January, February of 2019 that I said, okay, I'll what's do there it. to lose weight, yeah. 12, 12 weeks. Yeah. Right. What, you I can, can do, do anything, anything for 12 weeks. Yeah. You basically overnight became a vegan. It, I, I just said, cause I'm, I'm one of those kind of all in or nothing mm-hmm. type guys. Right. Uh, we're either going to do it or we're not. So, uh, there wasn't this, Hey, you know, have a cheat day once a week type, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, Nope, we're just going to do it. So. <laughs> I think I, I probably uh, ticked Karen off a little bit because I went to the grocery store, bought all this stuff, brought it home. She's like, you know, we have that, we have that, we have that. But but I was like, I'm going to do it. Um, and so I, I did all this meal prep and did all this other stuff and said, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. So um, that was kind of this, this just what else do I have to lose type moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so started doing that um, and, and just – changed my mindset to if I'm going to be, if I'm going to demand myself to be fit and if I'm going to go down this journey, then I'm going to make it a whole life change. Right. You're not just going to do the diet and not the exercise or just the exercise and not the diet. That's exactly right. It it had to be, it had to be a, a full decision to make that change. And it wasn't just a, uh, you know, I, I went into it thinking I'll do this for 12 weeks, but during that first 12 weeks, I realized it could, it can't just be a, a, a the next thing. I can't just be the next thing that I'm going to try. It has to be 
a true lifestyle change mm-hmm. uh, and a mindset change that, hey, this is, this is what it's going to take to live longer, live healthier, um, to experience the same results that my brother experienced. I mean, my, my brother, my brother was, was diabetic. He was doing insulin shots. He was, uh, you know, he was on high blood pressure, cholesterol. Uh, he, he had all these medications. I think he was taking like nine pills a day. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was on high blood pressure medication and I thought that was a failure for me because I, you know, my brother had been on blood pressure medication since he was like 28. Right. Um, I didn't start blood pressure medication until I was in my, you know, early thirties. And, and it was like, I don't want to do this. And right. so, um, you know, and so during all of that, um, my, my brother, after doing this for a year is on nothing. He's That's no longer awesome. diabetic, no shots, no, no medication at all. And, and, uh, he ended up dropping, I think it was all told it was like 120 pounds. Uh, he got, he went, he went from 360 all the way down to, uh, right under 200 pounds. Uh, so like, that's more than 160. Yeah. 160 pounds. I mean, he's and and then, he, and now he's, now he's, he did all of that while walking, changing the way that he ate. And then, and then now he is, uh, he's bulking back up and working out. And so he's floating right around that 220, uh, uh, range. But I mean, he, he looks amazing. And so, that's a lot of motivation for me is, and it's actually strength. It's funny how it's strengthened our relationship, given us more to talk about, mm-hmm. um, in that. And so, um, it's been, it's been really interesting on how that strengthened the family bond. Right. I mean, it makes sense. You guys are basically doing it together, even though you are, you know, several States apart. Yeah. Now we're talking about all the feel good stuff. Let's talk about some of the struggles once you started that 12 weeks. Sure. Um, really what, what was hard about all of it was um, there's a lot of work that goes into, I mean, when, when you have a job like I do where you're on a plane twice a month um, and, and, and you're sitting in front of clients and you're entertaining clients. And sometimes you don't even get to order what you eat. Sometimes they just bring it out because that's just the nature of the business that we're in where you're, you you know um, it's, it's hard to, not just indulge in what's going on and, you know, and, and try to, uh, you know, be around all of that while focusing on what, what I've set my mindset to, right. The goal that I'm trying to achieve. Um, and so there were plenty of times where I guess the way to explain it is almost kind of felt lonely, right? I mean, it's like, I was just doing this on my own. It was my own thing. Um, but my determination for success was higher than, you know, than that feeling of loneliness, right? right? Or that feeling of, you know, you're all on your own doing this. Um, and I think that's kind of what pushed and drove me through this. Now there were other, there were other times when working out maybe as an injury or, or you know, things like that, where I was just, where it just hurt, you mm-hmm. know, or, or it didn't, it didn't feel good or, you know, um, but it was during those times that through the coaching at Thunder Valley and and the friendships that I've made there and 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 all of that that it helped kind of push me through those struggles. You were um, getting nudged and supported. Exactly. Well, and encouraged. Like it's okay to have setbacks. It's okay to you know. There's been so through this, I've I've hit several uh, plateaus in my weight loss. Um, I'm in one right now, and it, and it's hard to push through it. Right. Uh, but in those plateaus having the right people around you, 
um, the right, uh, the right coaching, the right friends, um, the right motivators, right? Remembering why I started this, remembering what my goal is, uh, and keeping my eyes fixed on that. I'm not in this to lose 10 pounds. I'm not, I'm not just trying to lose weight. I'm not, my, my goal is to make sure that I am living a longer life, that I'm there for my kids. And, and that has to become a real motivator because some people will say that, and I've said it in the past. Mm-hmm. I'm in this for my kids. I want to be there for my kids. I want to be able to walk my daughter down the you know aisle when she gets married someday. I want to be able to play with my grandkids. But that's it, it, it has to become real. It has to become a real right. driver for why you do what you do. Yep. Uh, you know, a goal without action is a wish. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so let's talk about you or you get through those 12 weeks and then what happens next? Are you progressively so, losing weight? Or? So in those, in those 12 weeks, I probably lost 20 pounds, um, just by changing the way that I was eating. Were you, uh, happy with your return on investment? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Um, I, I, I was, I was very, well, I mean, the, the, People were noticing, you know, the weight loss, you know, what's going on? What are you doing? Um, and, and, and after that, after that 12 weeks, I realized, and, and this sounds crazy cause I'm, I'm a, I'm a country bred boy from Texas, right. I grew up on, on brisket and beef and, and, and all of that, you know? Um, and, and so, uh, but I didn't really miss meat. I, mm-hmm. I didn't, I, I mean, I didn't. The, the only thing, the only thing that I missed really uh, out of it all was, was brisket. Uh, and, and, and I only had that few and far between cause it's hard to get brisket, good brisket in Tennessee. Right. So, um, so I didn't really miss doing it, doing it the way that I, that I researched it and the videos that I'd watched and looking at all the recipes and everything like that, that were out there. My, my, my wife is an amazing cook too. That probably has a lot to do with it. And she was on board with it. Um, we were doing it together. Um, and so it, it just got to a point where it was like, all right, let's keep going. We, I saw results with weight loss. Um, I was able to, to eat some amazing, uh, food and recipes that didn't involve meat. Um, I, I made sure that I was doing it in a way that I was still consuming enough food to where I was full. Uh, and you know, and, and doing it in that way and paying like, I, like, I hate counting calories. I hate trying to watch all of that. Right. But I knew that I had to do some of that, um, at, at least until I kind of got used to it. Right. Um, and so it was just, again, it was a mindset thing of putting my mind on the goal and, and trying to reach the goal that, that helped me continue right. after the 12 weeks. Right. Right. Well, that's awesome. Um, so you and I started working together on a one-on-one basis in October of 19. Is there anything like from that 12 weeks that you finished uh, the vegan lifestyle, um, you know, that you just created to October that you want to highlight? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the, the, the biggest thing up until October that one in, that, that I felt like, okay, I've gotten to this point. I think I was in the middle of a pretty big wall. I think I was trying to get over that 290 mark and and I just I kept I kept fluctuating 290, I'd go up to 298, I'd get back to 290, but I couldn't break that wall. Um and 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 I I think I came to you and I said 
I feel like I need to do something else. Like I need, I need more coaching. There's something in here that I'm not able to figure out on my own and I need help. Yep. Um, and so, um, so that brought me to that point. Yep. So the body is, uh, a, a creature of habit. And so when we're in the midst of our plateaus, um, it needs change and your body will change if it, if you're introducing bad or good habits to it. So I know you and I sat down and, uh, we really dove deep into, you know, what your diet looked like on a weekly basis and whatnot. And we've messed with a lot of different things. You know, I'm not, um, I, I'm not a person that is like, this is the know all be all, uh, diet that a person needs to do. It really varies person to person. And, you know, I used to feel and have that uh, thought process with CrossFit. But even over the years, I've realized that you've got to evolve fitness and it's you've got to uh, we at Thunder Valley, we've had to offer. We didn't have to. We began offering new forms of fitness uh, to, you know, help more people. But we've messed around with intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. We've brought some protein back into your diet. Mm -hmm. Um calorie restriction, food timing and speeding up your metabolism. Because I know you did have periods where you would look down at your watch and be like, it's two o'clock and I'm not eating today. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, I, for you listeners, like we've done a lot of different things to help you get through those plateaus and it's, you know, it's worked really well. Obviously you got to have a compliant, uh, individual you're working with and it's been, um, awesome to see you have success. So, since, um, you know, Chris started in October, we've went f uh, with a 38 pound weight loss is yeah. what I've counted, yeah. which is awesome. Um, and naturally as everybody knows, we had two months where the gym was closed and that's kind of something I wanted to talk about today is, um, you know, you and I had worked together four or five months pre COVID, but those two months were awesome that we had uh, via zoom doing personal training, uh, three days a week at six 30 in the morning. Um, there's a lot of personal growth and development there. You want to kind of share what that looked like and yeah. how in the world does a person have success during a pandemic? There were about 10 to 15 of you at the gym that really like for some reason or another took it to the next level during a, the pandemic. And, um, it's just, uh, I don't understand it, but maybe you can give some insight. Your math. Like I said, my job that I have now requires me to travel a lot. And there were times where I was just on a plane and, and, and I would, even during our personal training, I'd, I'd take a picture or whatever, send you a list of what was at the hotel and, and you would say, okay, do this. And, and, and I would try to do that. And sometimes I would do it. And sometimes I wouldn't, I would just go to my next meeting. Mm -hmm. Um, and so when, when the whole pandemic thing hit and they shut all my travel down, I took it as an opportunity to, Hey, I'm, I'm going to be able to focus on working out. And, and then the gym kind of shut down from going into the gym and, and started, they offered these remote classes and I'm like, all right. Um, but, but that I was, I was doing them, but I wasn't doing them, um, as much as I would like. And, and so uh, I came to you and I said, Hey, Hey, I need more motivation. I want to continue this. And I, and looking again, looking at the long-term goal, looking at the short-term goal, the short-term goal is to continue uh, to lose weight. I, I think originally I had set my goal at 210 and we've adjusted that to, to get down to 230. Um, and so, uh, 
I, I, I wanted to continue to see success and knowing myself, you know, that, that if I'm not, if I'm not motivated by others or if I'm not able to be around others, um, being an extroverted individual, I, there, there are certain parts of my life where I feed on the energy of other people Mm -hmm. and you can only get so much energy from a, a group zoom meeting. Right. Right. Um, and so, you know, I knew that I needed that kind of extra step. And so that's when I, I asked you, Hey, can we do, um, can we do individual zoom meetings? And so, you know, mornings, (laughs) mornings where I've got my phone and I'm running and you're, you're coaching me through that. Right. Um, it, it came down to, am I going to capitalize on the opportunity that was at hand? And really that opportunity was you're not traveling. You can continue to work out. I've got equipment at home. Um, what's it going to take to get me down there to continue to push towards the goal? Yeah. And so it was the encouragement of my friend and coach. It was watching the decisions that the business had made. And by the business, I mean, Thunder Valley uh, and that team had made to go that extra mile in offering services to us as, as gym members. I, I mean, I, it, it blew me away. The, the care and the passion uh, to see, it wasn't just about, it wasn't just about keeping the business running. It was, it was truly about um, focusing on the goals and the successes of, of, of the client and, and, and the members of the gym. Um, and that impressed enough in me to, it, it drove me to want to be a part of that. Even if I was on the receiving end of that, I wanted to be, and, and yes, I had, I had uh, the, I maintained weight during that time, but, but I had successes in many other, uh, in, in many other areas. Um, I actually picked running back up again and, and, and I've got some goals there that we're trying to hit. But during this, I, I think what motivated me besides the fact that I was at home and I could focus on it, um, I, I needed an out. I needed, you know, cause I'm, I'm now I'm working in my home office. I've got my family there and all of that. I needed, I needed a, a release uh, you know, for myself and that was working out, but also just the, the, one of the motivating things during this time was truly, you know, being motivated by the decisions that the business was making and, and, and just wanting to be a part of that. And so that helped push me and drive me, um, during my, during the pandemic. Well, that's awesome, man. I appreciate that. Um, you know, we're just trying to provide a service for what people are paying for. And we were just grateful for, the support we had in the midst of all that, you know, people pay to physically in person be coached and we weren't able to do, to do that. But, um, you know, it's just, it's just what you got to do. Yeah. So I think I'm always a firm believer that adversity brings out the best in people. So, um, but yeah, man, let's talk about this half marathon you're doing in September that we're working on. Yeah. So I, uh, I really enjoy running, but being a bigger guy, I mean, I'm six two. Uh, I've always been, you know, on the on the heavy side, and so um, my my knees are always probably the first thing. My ankles are the second thing to start hurting, you know. Um, but I but I actually enjoy running. I for a big guy, I really love cardio. Uh, I really enjoy 
that aspect of working out. Um, lifting weights and, and, and heavy weights and stuff is fun, but I, but I, I'm, I think during this time, we also kind of figured out that like, I, I've got, you know, muscle elasticity is not really in me, right. you know, being able to do things for long periods of time is not in me. And so I think it was during that time that we're kind of talking about that, really trying to understand that uh, earlier on this year, um, as we're doing the personal training that I realized, you know what, I want to start running again because I want to, I want to help. I, I want to increase my endurance. Um, and so I, just out of the blue, I think I just set a goal that said, you know what, I want to run a half marathon and I want to run it in this time. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, and so I just, there wasn't anything driving it. It was just, I want to do it. Something to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you pre COVID were, I think your first uh, time you went out running was a 1044 mile. Yeah. And now you're down to an 827. Yeah. So we've shaved two minutes and 17 seconds off in, 10 weeks. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, the longest you'd ran pre COVID was five miles and now we're up to eight. So yeah. you're trending well for that September, what third week of September run. Yeah. I think that's, uh, that's provided that, you know, we don't have a second wave and exactly. the world's back to normal or so they say. So, um, dude, I'm proud of you. You've done well. Um, you know, your mindset's unbelievable. Uh, I'm proud of you. Thank you came you. a long way. Thank you. So, well, it, it, you're not paying me to say this, but you you know how I feel about Thunder Valley and about you as a coach, um, and and that goes a long way too. Um, for anyone that listens to these, I'll 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 be a commercial and just say that you know Thunder Valley Fitness is phenomenal. Um, they're they're it yes it requires the motivation of the of the you know person doing the exercise. Um, but you guys just, number one, you, you make people, you, you meet people where their fitness journey is. You're not trying to get them to do something that they're not capable of doing or something that you're trying to, you know, make everybody do. Cause you're trying to make, you know, have this big image. It's not about that. It's truly about the individual. Uh, and I've been to a lot of gyms where, you know, they just let you come and consume and there's no real motivating factor. Um, and you guys, you guys don't really, you know, you want people to not just come and consume, but come and be a part of, you know, is, as many people say, it's a family, you know? And so, um, that motivates me all the more. Mm-hmm. So as much as you say you're proud of me and you'd appreciate that, I, uh, I extend that back to you and well, say, I appreciate you, the Thunder Valley family. I appreciate that. One of the things I hear all the time is I have to get in shape to go work out there. Yeah. And that is actually, uh, the biggest misconception there is we we don't want to work with people in shape we want to help people get in shape so chris uh man it's been awesome having you on today is there anything you want to wrap up and say um you know for people that maybe are nervous or wanting to start a fitness journey uh something you could share with them to get them going or you know you just gotta start you just gotta life is about taking one foot uh, putting one foot in front of the other and taking that next step, um, and, and continuing to take a step after step after step. I mean, you know, we call it walking, but uh, you know, walking through life, you know, eventually maybe you start jogging <laughs> and, and maybe you'll go from jogging to running, uh, you know, uh, find people that motivate you and motivate you well. 
Um, life's too short to not be motivated by, um, by people that care about you and that want to see you, uh, be successful. And so that's what, uh, what I see as a good fitness journey is just taking that next step. You don't have to, you don't have to PR, you don't have to, you know, crush big numbers. You just got to take that step. So just do that. Cool, man. Well, guys, uh, get moving. And Chris, thank you for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm looking at getting back to a regular schedule so you guys can expect to see more of the Better Better Every Day podcast coming up. Thanks.